0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangey Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangey Law Firm has an office in Wichita, Kirk Stangee, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.
1: Today's episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast is a continuation of our conversation from last week, where we discussed exactly how to avoid the number one newlywed regret. And that's that after months of meticulous planning and excitement, you wake up on Sunday morning feeling like your wedding flew by in the blink of an eye. I hope you're starting to see the amazing possibilities of a multi-day, multi-event wedding celebration and to see exactly what that additional time and space will do to elevate the entire experience, not only for you, but for all of your loved ones as well. But you might also be drowning in the overwhelm of planning one wedding and wondering how on earth you'll manage adding on the logistics of a welcome party, a farewell brunch, and all those additional meetups with your friends and your family. This piles on so many more things to consider such as more venues, feeding 80 people three times instead of just one, keeping the drinks cold, putting together your welcome bags, additional entertainment, activities. It can be really daunting and intimidating and most couples stop right here and toss the idea out and they go back to planning their one day Fly by in the blink of an eye ceremony and reception. And I totally get that. But here's the thing unforgettable wedding weekend experiences do not have to be crazy overwhelming or expensive to plan. Today, we're gonna go through your top wedding weekend planning questions so that you can remove those feelings of stress and overwhelm and rest assured knowing that you've planned for and addressed every single detail. That's all coming up next on the Wedding Planning Podcast. Thousands of engaged couples have planned simple, meaningful, and affordable multi-day, multi-event wedding celebrations, and you can do it too with Wedding Weekend by Design. Wedding Weekend by Design is a digital wedding planning package specifically for couples who want to maximize their wedding celebration across multiple days and multiple events. Whether you're stuck in the initial thoughts of, I don't think we can pull that off with our time and budget phase, or you've already committed but you're finding yourselves in a tangled mess of half-made plans. Finally, I have an incredibly straightforward six-step framework to planning your multi-day wedding celebration from start to finish, with absolutely zero guesswork. Visit WeddingWeekend.co to get started planning your dream celebration today. That website again is WeddingWeekend.co. Enjoy the show. Why, hello there, my friend, and thank you so much for joining me here this week. A humongous congratulations to you, your partner, and your families during an incredibly exciting and special time. And thank you, as always, for the huge honor of including me in those plans. I'm very grateful to be a part of it and very grateful to have you here. So, let's dive right into your top wedding weekend planning questions. And we're going to start with the dilemma of where your wedding weekend guests should stay. Now, ideally, and I mean, in an absolutely perfect world, your venue will have on-site accommodations for everyone. But that is obviously not always the case. So in this listener scenario, Their venue does have on-site accommodations, but not enough room for everyone. And they wonder how should we go about offering on-site cabins and rooms to guests in an order that makes sense. Okay, this is a wonderful question and so smart of you to proactively be considering it. Because if you only have 12 rooms available, but you have 120 guests, it would be a complete disaster to just spit out on your wedding website, whoever wants a room, let me know, and then have 25 rooms come back um, as being needed. That would not be good. So, in order to keep this somewhat organized, you're going to split your guest list into basically at least two separate lists. And for the sake of our conversation here, I'm going to call this an A list and a B list. And in the example that I just gave, let's say you have 12 rooms available, but you have, you know, 25 separate couples or households who are coming. So what you're going to do is you're going to split your guest list into top priority and second priority. You're going to offer the 12 rooms initially to your top priority list. And this would likely be your closest family and closest friends. And then based on those responses, if you fill up all 12 rooms, then great, you're done. And the rest of your guests are, we're going to need to find out another place where they can stay If, however, after you initially offer those 12 rooms, you only have six people come back and say, yes, we want one of those rooms, you're gonna have six extra rooms that you can then move on to your quote B list, and then you can offer those rooms to the guests who fall on that second list of priority. I ran through that pretty quickly, and I know that it can be much easier said than done, so I will also add here that choosing a venue or a hosting location with convenient lodging options for all of your guests is an incredibly important priority item that's often overlooked. In my humble opinion, travel times and back and forth and transportation logistics can make or break any wedding experience, And that's just one of the things that you want to keep in mind as you're choosing your venue and where you're wanting to host this wedding weekend celebration. Okay, next question. We're torn between two very different wedding weekend visions. How do we decide which one is best? This is where lots of couples stay stuck for months. So if you're finding yourselves flip-flopping around without a solid vision of what you want, please rest assured that this is a very common feeling and a very common situation to find yourselves in. So I'm just going to give an example, and this comes up all the time. There are endless examples of, you know, two different visions So let's say in one scenario you see an outdoorsy retreat in the mountains and then in another you see an urban experience that includes all of your local city favorites. Obviously camping in the mountains is 180 degrees away from a city-based wedding weekend where you're doing walking tours, happy hour at your local restaurants, pool parties, winery receptions, brewery tours, all of that fun urban stuff. So choosing between the two of these, what it's going to require from you is number one, a very realistic look at your guest list. Number two, a very realistic look at your budget. And number three, and perhaps most importantly, a very, very soul-searching look at your deep-down-top priorities. In this example, your outdoorsy mountain camping retreat or your city wedding weekend, neither is right or wrong and neither is better or worse, but they are very different. Landing upon your very personalized best Option is a topic that I help lots of couples talk through. And having a neutral third party mediating this conversation and pointing out things that may not initially stand out to you can be very, very helpful. So, for example, on the mountain retreat, you absolutely have to have your grandparents come. But can your 80-year-old grandma get a quarter of a mile back into the redwoods for your tree canopy wedding ceremony? Can your grandparents or your parents, for that matter, sleep on plywood bunk beds? And can everyone live with a shared rustic restroom situation? So these are just things to consider. This is one example of many. And whether you have me your best friend or your mom walk you through the options and weigh in with their input and opinions, only you and your partner will ultimately be able to make the call on what you truly want. And what you land upon might not always be the most logical or practical option, and that's okay. You'll probably have a couple of friends and family members who think that a wedding weekend of camping is an insane and ridiculous idea, but at the end of the day, the people who love you the most will honor your vision and they will come along for the experience. We can't ever aim to please everyone and that is certainly a recurring theme here on the Wedding Planning Podcast and one that we're going to touch on repeatedly throughout this series of hosting a wedding weekend. All that said, to wrap this question up, if you're torn between two very different ideas and visions, you're going to want to take a realistic look at your guest list, your budget, and your deep down top priorities to get you on the path towards a decision. And next up, what are some tips for trying to pace events so that we don't feel overwhelmed? We're looking to host a casual welcome party, ceremony and reception, and a champagne brunch on the following day. Ironically, planning for enough blank downtime in between events is one of the most challenging aspects of planning multiple events over multiple days. Taking the time to build out a complete wedding weekend vision is a critical first step, and we briefly walked through that process in the previous question. Maintaining a calm mindset of being present, relaxed, and confident that you've got everything perfectly under control is the key to any special wedding experience, and even more so when we're talking about three to four days of other events and pre-parties. Overwhelm is your enemy here. And that's not to say that you're not going to experience feelings of stress and anxiety at all. Of course, you will. But the thing is, we want to have the tools and checks and balances in place in the weeks and months leading up to your wedding weekend so that you're able to fully relax and to know that you've got every single last thing thought of, planned for, and prepped for. And that includes plenty of time to be completely off offline, unplugged, resting, relaxing, and simply sitting back and enjoying the celebration that you worked so hard to plan. Coming up after a quick break, I have much more on stocking your wedding weekend bar and the dangers of trying to please everyone. I'll be back in just a minute. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me, and Susan and her team have helped me plan some unforgettable vacations, including a bachelorette party in Cabo and a family anniversary celebration in Cancun. They meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities and the professional assistance in choosing location, resort, activities, and transportation was absolutely priceless. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari that you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a -a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com and be sure to let her know that I sent you and get $50 off your final booking or $200 off your destination wedding. Her email one more time is info at dot com. All right, welcome back. And we're going to pick up this conversation with a question about stocking our own bar. My fiance and I have totally different visions for how to do this. He wants to basically recreate a top shelf bar situation with all the liquors and mixers. And I see more of a simple setup of beer, wine, and maybe a signature cocktail. Your thoughts? This is a great question. It's a huge topic, and I have a lot of detailed information and experience in hosting your own bar. And so I'm going to nutshell this answer just to get you started. If you've been a longtime listener and you know me, then you know that it's not my style to tell you how you should or shouldn't do anything regarding your wedding celebration. But here's a list of the mistakes that I see couples make time and time again when they're setting up their own bar. And based on these mistakes, I'll let you take from it what you will. Mistake number one is simply offering too many options. This is an expensive approach, there's a ton of waste, and there's just too much guesswork in trying to gauge how much of what everyone will want to drink. So the fewer options, the more control you have. If you'll remember our episode from last week where Kate shared the details of her wedding weekend celebration... And providing too many drink options was literally one of the mistakes that she shared with us. So, do yourselves a favor and keep it simple. Mistake number two is miscalculating how much ice you need, how many cups you need, and how much mixers you need. Mistake number three is not maintaining proper control over pore sizes, quantity, and extra inventory. And this all results in very overly drunk guests running out of things and a general sense of chaos behind the bar. And then mistake number four, and this is a sneak peek into our next question, is trying to please everyone almost always backfires. It creates added stress, expense, and it just never works out the way you intend. So to wrap this question up, my thoughts on creating your own bar is to keep it simple. That is literally the most simple answer that I can give. All right, and our last question for today, how can I get over feeling like we need to please everybody? It's making me feel paralyzed, especially since we decided to plan a welcome party in addition to everything else. As the host, I want to accommodate everyone the best we can, but with 64 guests, that feels impossible and it's stressing me out. Okay, so first things first, take a deep breath. Okay, I'm going to assume that you're not the type of person who would show up as a guest at someone else's wedding and have an adult temper tantrum because they don't have the exact variety of red wine that you prefer. Maybe you wish they had a pinot, but they don't. And so for tonight, you know what? Cabernet is going to have to do. Will you have guests who wish you had spicy margaritas at the bar and 24-7 on-call transportation and babysitting services lined up and a unique paleo meal option at all four of your main events? Yeah, you probably will. And as the gracious host of the most amazing celebration of your life up to this point, to be very frank and candid, that's simply not your problem. You can't ever please everyone. So just aim to honor your wedding vision. Try to be as gracious of a host as you possibly can. And that's really the best that you can do. I know your guests will appreciate the time, the thought, and the energy that you put into planning in the same loving way that you will appreciate their presence, and even if that means that you have to drink Cabernet instead of Pinot. All right, that wraps up our show today, and I hope you loved this behind-the-scenes look at just a few of the questions that I set out to solve when I created Wedding Weekend by Design. I know that planning one wedding can be overwhelming enough, and when you multiply that by three, four, or five events over the course of multiple days, it's enough to send anyone into a tailspin. Wedding Weekend by Design walks you through a six-step framework that's incredibly easy to follow and works with any budget, any timeline, and any hosting format. I'll walk you through everything from designing your master schedule, successfully budgeting for multiple events, finding the perfect venue, creative and affordable food and drink options, staying organized and communicating clearly with all of your guests, and even sample schedules and menus from past couples so that you can see exactly what others have done. Get started planning your dream wedding today when you visit WeddingWeekend.co, That website, again, is WeddingWeekend.co, and I'll meet you here again next week. Same time, same place. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.